Today's podcast is brought to you by Blueberry.com. Go to Blueberry.com and enter the promo code CRYPT for one free month of wonderful podcast hosting service. Hello, Katie Bug. Hello, Daddy. Today, do you want to talk about uh, white trash people and poor hotel management? Yes, I do. Well, I got it's- the movie for you. Here, Here we, we go. go. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Katie from the crypt. I'm adorable. Hello, everybody. Welcome to KatieFromTheCrypt.com. Hello, everyone. Who are you? I'm Katie. You know who I am? Daddy. I'm Daddy. Daddy and Katie here again for another wonderful episode of Katie from the Crypt. Yes. Where my adorable eight-year-old girl reviews horror movies that are way inappropriate for her. Uh-huh. And I'm a bad father. He maybe is, maybe isn't. I don't exactly know what he's talking about. <laughs> well, see, today, I guess we're, are we wrapping up or do we have one more month or one more episode of Stephen King. I'm losing track of time. I'm losing my mind. We did Boogeyman. Boogeyman. We did Boogeyman. Right? Oh, Pet Cemetery. We did Children of the Corn. And this is our last one. This is our last entry for Stephen King month, our trivia month. And what movie are we talking about today? The Shining. The Shining. The classics. Not the not the not very good miniseries that's faithful to the book. We are doing the masterpiece Stanley Kubrick film that strays pretty far from the book but it's still very scary like the book mm-hmm. you haven't read the book no I have not listen. I'm just saying uh huh to make that yeah. sure that I am listening but someday you will someday you'll read the book we've got it we've got a first edition right over here behind us on the case yep it's a wonderful book it's a wonderful movie mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about it funny thing since we were doing Shining at Sunday school, my Sunday school teacher, she said something, and she said, what is that from? And it was from The Shining. Oh, what'd she say? I can't remember. She didn't say, like, here's Johnny or Red Rom. No. Oh, yeah, it was Red Rom. My brother, we, she was talking about, um, like, somebody had murdered somebody in the Bible, and yeah. Kobe said, Red Rom. And she's like, where's that from? And I'm like, The Shining. And I was reading The Creep Show today, and it had The Shining on it. That's right. You're, yeah, the cover of The Creep Show comic book. So much book. Shining. Well, The Shining's famous. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, we're, uh, we're Pentecostal, and we go to a Pentecostal church here in Texas, and we do horror movie reviews. So we're, we're a little different than the other people. That we normally associate with. Yes. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with being different. But before we get into the movie, we need to talk about our new sponsor. Yeah, you're a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, there's some guys, and they sold my daddy. Boy, that sounds so shady <laughs> when you start off. Well, there's some guys. Well, I don't know their names. Eric and Josh. Okay, so. And the name of the company is Beard Brand. Gosh, that sounds so weird. It's Beard Brand, and they offer high-end beard oils and wax and balms and spritzes and sprays. Yeah. Mostly for men with beards, but not necessarily. I got something. You got something. What did you get? I got the sea salt hairspray. It's a spice citrus scent. Uh-huh, it smells like Christmas spices. It is very holiday, and I like that because the fall and winter, that's my seasons. That smell of... Smoke and leaves 
and baked goods. That is all in that spice citrus scent. Yep. Smells like my hair. Smells like my beard. Smells like his beard. Because I got the uh, beard oil, the spice citrus beard oil. Uh huh. His beard is poofy. It's a fantastic product. Well, the products actually are pretty great. Your hair looks great. Looks very full. It's got a lot of body. Mm-hmm. My beard's laying in place. It's soft. Yeah, you're feeling it right now. Yeah, I feel that beard. Whiskey ears. Yeah, my gray hairs. Yeah, I'm old gray beard over here. Well, actually, it's a red beard. It's got some red. Yeah, yeah. The Irish. Red the Irish beard. is coming out in the beard when I let it get long enough. So, you're a leprechaun. <laughs> heart it, heart it, her. So go to... Who stole me Lucky Charms? <laughs> Who stole me Lucky Charms? <laughs> so go to beardbrand.com. It's not just for dudes. It's also for eight-year-old girls. Uh, she loves it. I love it. So check them out. They're really great guys. Yeah. Now let's not spend all our time nope. on this. No, nope, we're done. We're done because we're not We're not a beard show. We're a horror show. But if at any point I sound weird, it's because my allergies are killing me. Beards could be horror, though. <laughs> beard, if, you could have like a beard that eats people. If too long, it could go in your throat whenever you're snoring. Oh my goodness. It could choke you. You should send that to Stephen King. He could make a bestseller out of that. But anyways, I, I've got I've got sinuses, I got allergies, so I'm a little stopped up. You might hear me sniffle. My apologies. Hopefully, that's me sniffling all throughout well, this. I'm, yeah, we're all sniffling. So hopefully that'll go away by next episode. So with that said, let's get into the movie. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. Uh huh. When you talk about it. So there's a dude named Johnny. He's a dude. His, his name Jack Torrance. Oh. Then what does he say here? Well, Johnny, Johnny. Well, Johnny Jack, but also that's, you know, Johnny Carson. There's Johnny. He's kind of making... It's just a good scene. Let's not think too much about it. And his crazy face. Oh, he's crazy already. And his stucking out hair. Jack Nicholson's very well known for that. He plays crazy like nobody else. Huh. Okay. Well, <laughs> he has this hotel. Well, he doesn't own it. doesn't have a hotel. He's got a job at the hotel. Yes. And he is supposed to be the caretaker of it over the winter? Yeah, it's like five months he's going to have to stay there with his family. Yeah. The owner of the hotel is telling Jack that it might not be, it might be a little bit unsafe for them to stay there because somebody got cabin fever before that and apparently he murdered his kids and his wife. Killed him with an axe and then and blew his brains out of the shotgun. Yep, Grady was his name. Mm-hmm. He was the caretaker before the, before Jack. So they're getting a tour around the hotel and stuff. It's all great. It's great. <laughs> and they meet a chef. Dick. Dick Holleran. Yes. Played by the famous Scatman Carruthers. Of, of Transformers fame. I used to do the voice of Jazz in the Transformers cartoons. Huh. Jazz, the moon base too. Jazz to Moon Base too. Oh, well, that, I don't know who that is. Now we're so, getting into okay. nerd territory. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I meet the chef and he's like taking Wendy That's right. with his wife and their son uh, Danny around. Yep. They call him Doc. Call him Doc for short. They are like they're getting a tour of like the meat section and then all of a sudden Danny's looking at Dick. Uh-huh. And then he's Phrasing. Hears, you want some ice cream, Danny? Yeah, in his mind, he's still talking to Wendy. But he looks over while he's talking to her. He looks over at Danny, and in his mind, he's saying, You want some ice cream, Doc? He calls him Doc, I think. And it's really creepy, because the music, the music in this movie really makes this movie. 
it's bizarre. It's very off-putting. The Stanley Kubrick Shining isn't isn't a horror movie so much because the scares there's not there's not any jump scares. There's some horror. There's some legitimate horror, but it's not it it's not all through the movie. But it's very unsettling. It's an off-putting. One movie. horror that I just remembered, and it's on your notes. It's on my notes. <sighs> the bathrooms have no doors. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You, did you notice that, or was that Colby? Remember. Well, we watched it. We, we watched it as a family because we all love this movie, and we watched it as a family last night. Yeah, yeah, last night. And one of you guys noticed there's there's the scene because I'm sure most of you have already seen this movie. He's with Grady in the it, bathroom, and then Colby just like one of us. I think it was Colby. Yeah. Maybe we both looked at back, and one of us said, "Those bathrooms have no doors." Yeah, there's no there. Like you, you can know, see the toilets on on one side of the wall is the sinks and mirrors. On the opposite wall is all the urinals, and those all look normal. And then on the very back against the wall is a row of stalls, but there's no doors on the stalls. And when you walk into that bathroom, you face, at the opposite end, you face stalls. So you could potentially open those doors and walk in and see some dude sitting on a toilet dropping a deuce. <laughs> looking at you in the eye. You both are staring at each other's eyes while he's pinching one off. And and that is that is horrific. That's the horror of this movie. I've never I've seen this movie twenty times since I was probably a teenager, and I never noticed. We even paused it. I, I we went back because one of you got you said after the scene was over. I was like, really? And we went back, and so we're looking to see if maybe like the doors were closed, the doors are against the wall. There's no doors. There's no, no hinges. There's no toys. hinges on the wall. What a horrible... Who can use that? This this ballroom that they're in, that the bathroom connects to, they said can comfortably hold 300 people. 300 people. So dozens of people could be in this restroom. And there's no stalls? You're supposed to sit on this toilet in your tuxedo? And people are looking at you? And people are looking at you. And when you leave, you go out on the dance floor, and you're talking to these people. You're shaking hands, and you're... Got drinks in your hand, Some and everyone are knows. At you. Everyone knows. I just saw him in there in the bathroom. That that's terrifying. If they had that in the girls' restroom, maybe for some girls, don't do this. But maybe if it was that bad, I'd probably go to the boys' restroom. And yeah. Do it. Yeah. And yeah go to a different one with like, go to one with doors. Shoes. Oh yeah, that'd be awful. That was yeah, that was really bad. So yeah, I did make a note of that because it was pretty terrifying. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So one of the things I like about Shane, we don't have to get too much into the story. All right. Because everybody kind of knows the story. He goes crazy. The, the hotel's haunted. It makes him go crazy, and he is trying to kill his family. And they're trying. To, and his family is trying to not get killed by him. So we know all of the here's Johnny and the all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. And you are the Undertaker here, or the caretaker you've always been the caretaker here those those lines are all pretty famous but i want to talk a little bit about the the direction of the movie and why it's scary maybe for a parent because you know that's what the show's about is for parents who want to watch horror movies with their kids uh it's not scary because there's a whole lot of monsters there is one scene that's pretty horrifying that you might want to skip we'll get to that but i think one thing that makes it scary is just what? how what is it well, the bathroom scene <laughs> not, not the great not the not the pooping but the naked woman in the tub. Oh yeah, I was. We were upstairs during that, and they yeah, watched. I, it. I skipped it. Yeah, and I skipped that scene. 
I don't know why you guys have seen it before, but I just I'd rather you guys not see it. But it's the use of like wide shots. Like most horror movies, horror movies like live in like close ups because if like the camera is like close up on you, we can't see what's going on behind you or or what's going on behind you might be a blur like in like Halloween where Michael Myers is blurry in the background behind Jamie Lee Curtis. Like that's all pretty frightening. So horror movies are usually like really close. That way you can like cut over and there's the monster real quick and the music you know kicks in. But this movie it's all like wide shots and big big beautiful sweeping shots and it's still really off-putting. Like the hotel is gigantic. Your mother's been there. Did she sleep there? No, she took the tour though. Like they have a tour of the place and she uh, said it was really um, really pretty. The te- uh, it's actually haunted. Uh yeah, actually it is. Yeah. It is supposed to be like a, like a real haunted place. And there is like a haunted tour, but it goes on like at night or something. So and how do you she think it stay. is haunted? Well, I think it's supposed to actually be on like an Indian burial ground. Uh, that doesn't seem haunted. Well, you think about like my ancestors are buried here, and then white man come along and build a a building, and it unsettles their spirits. We can't come here to pray to our ancestors and give them tribute because there's a hotel here, so they're restless. And that creates, like, evil juju that affects the people staying here. Drives them to madness or that kind of thing. I call my friend Juju. That's because her her name is Juliana. Well, that makes sense. (laughs) Now, the book goes in a little bit more detail about all the bad stuff that's happened. Like, mobsters, like, killed some people in the hotel in, like, the 20s or something. And and there's some bad people that stayed there. Like, there's there's a lot, of course, the book can go into more detail than the movie does. But, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just got a bad history. The hotel's got a bad history, and you get enough bad things that happen, and eventually it all just sort of... Forms together? Yeah, it all just sort of comes together and sort of creates like a monster. And the monster is this hotel, and it has an effect on Jack. But, yeah, it's all, like, wide shots. It's, it's all beautifully done. Like, the hotel is beautiful. My personal favorite shots are when Danny's on his big wheel, and he's going, like, through the uh-huh. hotel, and, like... When he hits the hardwood, it's real loud, like, you know, the wheels on the... And then he hits the carpet, it's silent. And then a second later, he hits the top, and then he... And it's quiet. And the camera just stays behind him the whole time. I love those shots, because it's loud sound, then nothing. Loud sound, then nothing. And something always bad happens. You know, like, he, he comes across the twins, mm-hmm. who are the dead children. And then he sees the uh, the elevator open up with the blood. That's a famous shot. Everybody sees that shot. Mm-hmm. Or he comes across room 237. Room 237 is the one room he's not supposed to go in. But he finds his way there. Yeah. Now, you didn't see it last night. And I will give a little bit of warning. Most of this movie, it, I wouldn't recommend it for first-timers. You know the maturity level of your kid. So, this is one of those kind of movies where I have to say, you know your kid better than I do. You make the, the call. Um, it's violent a couple parts. But not overly. Especially with today's movies, it's not really that violent. Um, there's only a couple... Like one real death, and that's with Dick. He gets the axe that you know Jack kills him. Spoilers, spoilers for like a forty-year-old movie, and that's really about it. There's quite a bit of cursing, but it's really limited. To only like two scenes, and they're all Jack Torrance. When Jack Torrance is in the bar, and he's complaining about Wendy. I think there's only like two f bombs. He, he cuss. Well, he cusses. No, there's way more than that. Oh. He cusses a lot in that scene when he's talking to the bartender. Six. And he cusses when when he's kind of gone crazy. And Wendy's telling him that there's something wrong with Danny. Something a woman in the a woman in the hotel has tried to ch- choke him. 
Mm-hmm. And she's like, we need to go. We need to get him to a hospital. Oh, and he said a couple of bad words whenever she was in there in the typewriter with him. Right, yeah. She was kind of bugging him while he was writing. Mm-hmm. So it's... And it and it all makes sense. It's not it's not gratuitous. Like coming, you know, unhinged and he's cursing a lot. One one of the things we always do when with movies that have a lot of cursing because we're not really bothered by that. It seems kind of arbitrary that you can say like one word that means poop, but you can't say another word that means poop too. Like who made up those rules? We, I don't get it. There's just poop in another word. Well, yeah, it's like why do we why why do we accept these rules and abide by them? It's kind of dumb to me but that's the way society goes so we play along and one of the things we always tell the kids when there's these scenes when people are cursing we know you guys don't talk this way and the moment we find out you guys are talking this way we're done watching these like you cannot watch these movies again if you if you start talking like this it's bad to talk like this don't do it and you guys have it because you're smart because you know you're not going to see these movies again mm-hmm. i cannot live without scary movies. You can't live without scary movies and i and i don't want to watch scary movies without you guys there's not a whole lot of violence for this kind of scary movie. It's not, it's not too bad. But there is this room scene, room 237, where Danny is attacked. And we don't see the attack. We just see the aftermath. And Jack goes into the room later to see... Because Danny says a woman attacked him and left bruises on his neck. So Jack goes in there. And in the in the bathroom is a young naked woman. Full, full frontal everything. She comes out... And he's like, what? She puts her arm around him. She kisses him. He kisses her back. And then he looks in the mirror behind her. And it's her, her skin's like all rotten. She's got all these green rotten patches. And he pushes her away. And it's like this this naked old woman who's like cackling maniacally. She's all rotten. And it's really disturbing. And it's really gross. It's only one scene. It's a couple minutes long. The kids had to do something upstairs. We had to go get uh, blankets. Had to get blankets. And you guys our little cold. chair pillows. All right, your pillows and blankets. You were getting kind of kind of tired. You were laying on the floor. So while you guys went up, I'm like, let's just. I'm just gonna skip the scene real quick. We get the gist of it, and you don't have to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but you've seen this movie before. Yeah. You've seen this movie without me around. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. It's stupid. Well, what can I say? I just I just skipped it, and you might want to skip it too. You know when it's coming. It's the only time Jack ever goes into this room. So. I don't know when it's coming because I didn't see it. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You act like you don't know what's happened in this movie, but you've seen it probably almost as much as I have. I don't remember because the last time I watched it was like when I was five. No. No. I can watch when you guys were five. You've watched it like this year. Sometimes. Just that one time. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. I've, I've like, come in, I've like woke up like Sunday mornings and come in here, and you guys are, like, no, watching you, it. you just said this year. Well, this year, last year, I mean, that's about when you watched it. Sometimes, not that I think a movie's inappropriate, but I, th- I think a movie is too mature, too, I don't know, somber for a kid. I'll kind of play these jokes on my kids. I'll be like, hey, let's watch this movie that I know that you will be really bored with. I like to mess with you guys. And I've learned my lesson that that doesn't happen because all the movies I think you're not going to like, you fall in love with. Uh, uh, Paranormal Activity. I There was no way I thought you guys were going to like that. It's it's an hour and a half long. And the first hour and 15 minutes are just two people yelling at each other. Mm. And then the last 15 minutes is scary. But you guys lashed onto those movies and have not let go. You love those movies. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's weird. 
And The Shining is a pretty slow burn movie. There's just a lot of talking. There's a lot of character acting. I didn't think you guys would like it. It turns out you guys love it. But um, yeah, there it is. So you've seen it. Last night I went to come, mainly because mom, your mom was in there. And it kind of bugs her, that sort of thing. Rightfully so. Rightfully bothers her. So I skipped it for all of us. So a parent at home, skip that scene if you want. You're not missing any. Kids not missing anything. You're not missing the plot. Nope. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a fine film. Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful movie. It's a classic. It's classic for a reason. You guys like it. I'm surprised. Yeah. You're a little kid. I, I don't think at your age I would have enjoyed it. Because I, I, I grew up I grew up in the 80s. The movies that my father watched with me, because I don't know if I mentioned before, but my father had he has an 8th grade education. He, he can't read. He grew up on a, in a... He was born in a cotton field. I don't really think I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. He, he can barely... I think he can't even spell my name right. He misspells it, like on Christmas cards and stuff. So that's not to insult him. He, he's a hardworking man. He's done very well for himself in life, but he just does not have a formal education. So he can't understand movies that have a complex plot. They're just not for him. Which was fine, because fortunately, like I said, I grew up in the 80s when movies did not have complex plots. I grew up on Chuck Norris missing in action movies and Invasion USA and like you know the slasher genre was really hitting its peak with movies like Prowler and Friday Thirteenth those kind of movies. We watched a lot of like well I don't know what you're talking about so can I? We watched a lot of violent like goofy movies so I couldn't have I don't think I would have bothered with The Shining. Hmm. You guys are smarter than I am is what I'm trying to say. Speaking of Chuck Morris. Chuck Norris. Norris, Morris, whatever. Just one more wrong. You know how one day I thought I remembered that he was the guy from like a funny, like, we watched a little YouTube video where he like had a gun and he's like shooting people. Like Chuck Norris. Pretending. Oh yeah, the Chuck Norris YouTube where he's like, it's like, yeah, taking a shot from a movie where he's like hunting animals, shooting something. Yeah. But then it cuts to like home videos of people falling off skateboards and stuff like that, like he shot them. Yeah. yeah. That reminds me, yesterday we were watching The Twilight Zone. Talking about the penny for your thoughts? Yeah. Are you are you about to use our podcast to brag about yourself? No, I just thought about <laughs> it from okay. the Chuck Morris. Okay, so this morning we were watching Twilight Zone. Usually and, on Sunday mornings we watch Twilight Zone episodes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's this one guy that's like plays as a butler. Yeah. And he was in this video where... Where there's like a guy that has to be quiet for a year. I just then noticed that guy's face. I noticed it from A Penny for Your Thoughts. That's another episode in it. He is a man that works at a place. And he's going to retire. But you remember that guy. Not only did you remember what other Twilight Zone episode that that old man, the butler, was from. But you even remember the name of the episode. Uh I was very impressed by that. Uh-huh. I'm sorry we're taking time away from The Shining so that Katie Rose can talk about how wonderful her memory is mm. and, and brag about herself. Here, let me pat you on the back for you since you can't do it yourself. Because Daddy was... Yes, I can. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, she's now patting herself on the back. It was funny. Daddy's like... He's like looking at me funny and then he's like, oh crap, it is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was really good because I knew... I was like, oh, I, I know, I've seen this guy in another episode, but I couldn't remember where. And then you were like, oh, Penny for your thoughts. He plays the... Guy that works at the bank. Yep, that's exactly where I've seen it. (laughs) So now that we're done talking about how great your memory is, (laughs) can we we wrap up our uh, Shining talk? 
fine. With what you think about the movie and how you would rate it. And yes, would yes, you, yes. Would yes. you recommend it? Let's, let's talk about those things. I recommend it. It's good. Yep. And I give it four Kellys. Four Kellys. Yeah, four Kellys. Yo, I'm, I'm going to go five. I'm going to go five. It's a perfect movie. Perfect? It's perfect. They need to fix those stalls. Fix what? Those stalls. Oh, yeah. They really it's need not, to fix that prompt. It's not the movie's fault. It's the prompts. Yeah, yeah, those stalls are terrible. That bathroom needs a redesign. I, it's a perfect movie. I, I love this movie. I love Stanley Kubrick so much. It's good, so watch it. Watch it with your kids. Don't watch it with your kids. But make sure you watch it. For goodness sake. It's The Shiny. It's Stanley Kubrick. You should be watching this thing. Uh-huh. I think that's probably enough praise. And read the book, too. I think it's his... Where am I? It's his third book. Carrie, Salem's Lot, The Shining. It's a fantastic read. You're going to love it. Speaking of Carrie, that was also on The Creep Show. Uh, it had a Carrie and then poster. there was The Walking Dead, yeah. Uh, it was Dawn of the Dead. Whatever. Yeah, George Romero, I think, directed some of uh, the shorts in Creep Show. Anyways, Creep Show, that will be another day. We will talk about Creep Show. Yeah. It's pretty good. So, let's see. You don't have anything to plug. What does that mean? Anything you want to talk about, like, oh, read my dad blog stuff at tellythebomb.com. Read my memory, oh, memory reviews, movie reviews at nerdly.co. Daddy, you just told me everything, so well, you told them everything. Well, I was so like, we're good. Okay, well, I was like, yeah, you don't have anything, because you're eight, but I do. So, there's those. Yeah, so go to Apple, the Apple Podcast app, leave us a review. Five stars would be preferable. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Katie Crip. We'd love to talk to you. And you can email me at nickholman at katiefromthecrypt.com. We are also now available on TuneIn. So we're on Apple, Google Play, TuneIn. Listen to any of those fine podcast distribution services. Listen to us the most. Listen to us the most because we love you for it. Our numbers, our numbers are always growing. And it is because of you guys. You're fantastic. All the different countries... You're all telling your friends. It's neat seeing it move across the world. Except Australia. What's the deal with Australia? We don't have any listeners in all of Australia. And also what bugs me? No listeners in Missouri. I'm, Papa. I'm from Missouri. My family, my extended family, live in Missouri. And nobody in Missouri is listening to me. I'm a little offended. I'm a little insulted. I like Missouri. If we can land Missouri, we will have coast to coast American audience. Papa, you must. I don't think I don't even know if Papa's got a smartphone, but somebody should be in all oh, of he Missouri. Has a Colby phone. Okay, yeah, Papa, yeah, Dad, where's the support for your son? Trying to make and it in this world. And your granddaughter. And your granddaughter. Oh, it's disappointing. I'm not mad at you though. You can still take me fishing. <laughs> You're a sweetheart. Okay, so that's it. We've gone over time. We're wrapping We're this done. up. All right, so so listen to us. Tell your friends. Check us out on other stuff. We love you. We thank you. And I guess until next episode, which we don't know what we're going to do yet, stay scary. scary.